0: Well, Nathan, we all knew that this day would come.
1: <laughs> Wait, what day?
0: It, today. Today. Tuesday? My, that's right. Tuesday. The last official day that I will be a network specie. What? <laughs> Wait. Oh, oh you was, don't remember what? the last couple months I was talking?
1: Um. Okay, run this by me again.
0: Oh, well, you see... I feel as though we need to kind of explain what's happened to our fans because we have been getting emails. I have been getting
2: threes
0: of messages from people asking, what happened to Network Special? Is Network Special coming back? (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, I'm a very public figure and you are the reclusive (laughs) one. You're like the Howard Hughes of the Network Special
1: I'm the teller
0: mm-hmm.
1: of the Penn pen and Teller. Fa- the famous magicians, Penn and Teller, for those of you who don't know. Yeah. I'm the teller of those two.
2: The Howard uh, Huey and Lewis News.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> it's up to a good start This here. is the kind of snappy rapport <laughs> that people have missed. They've been clamoring for it to be on the air waves of the internet streaming again, because of course you are listening to network special. The only (laughs) podcast you needed to listen to. If you wanted to hear about the golden era of appointment based television, whenever people had to watch what was on, when it was on, but now thanks to the magic of the internet, we can watch these things again and again. And I will say this and put a pin in it. And then we can go back to our snappy conversation But when people watched what was on, when it was on, boy, did they ever watch this that we're going to be talking about today. Um, Yes. Now, I I guess I'll further say that we're talking about a TV movie called The Day After, about uh, uh, the possible near end of the world. And for me, I am not having all of the flesh stripped off of my skeleton as I scream in agony and flames. But the next closest thing, I will be stepping away from this podcast um, (laughs) at least until I'm an honored guest or my life falls apart and I have nothing else to do. And I come crawling back and sniveling and peeing my pants up to little Nathan and saying, please let me watch television shows again. Uh, nothing bad is happening I'm not like going through anything My trachea isn't being removed uh, I just have a lot Of other things going on um, We're I not have, fighting No, nor are Nathan and I Getting a big falling out Which is uh, the most This is the most amicable leaving of a Pop culture like thing That I've done <laughs> <laughs> it feels really good. I'm the problem, really. Yes, it's producer Jeremy of course in the booth that I am giving the stink eye to. I
2: finally made that wedge between the two of you and I'm uh and then I realized that oh, I might have to talk more and then I just like this is a terrible idea for me.
0: <laughs> uh but Nathan, you'll be you will be continuing to carry the possibly viewed in the future Olympic torch of the the podcast. Correct.
1: Yes, we're officially ending season one, and we are now moving into a new age called, which we're calling, season two.
0: Ooh, good title.
1: And anytime we have a new host, uh, a new permanent host, I will uh, up change seasons, change seasons, and uh, uh, we've already recorded one episode. It was just as good, if not better. Than all of the episodes we've recorded. Okay. Uh, with Zachariah. Sure, sure. <laughs> and um, no, we'll have a new host, and you'll hear all about this new host in a uh, couple weeks.
2: I uh, I think it's funny that we're like it's both the beginning and the announcement of season two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know there was going to be a season two. You can there say is.
0: that it's Ben Shapiro, though, right?
1: It is Ben Shapiro um, and Charlie Kirk will pop in from time to time to give his us uh, us his a little sideways glance at the news. Oh.
0: <laughs> that guy he always uh, he always has me laughing. <laughs> yeah He's you
1: know he, he loves to he loves to make people laugh. Are, are so. there
0: two funnier men?
2: <laughs> I mean, the thing I love ben- most about him is that he's always on the right side of history
1: yeah i I, th- I think the top two the top three funny men I can think of um because I can't think of any funny women is uh Ben Shapiro they don't exist yeah. um K- <laughs> K- Charlie Kirk and then followed up in the rear by jordan Peterson
0: yeah oh don't forget the mar oh bill Marr is number four for sure bill marr <laughs> screaming screaming mar <laughs> what what is his new podcast called is it called like rando or something like that who who, bill maher bill maher has a new show and it is just it has the most embarrassing you know that cringe culture everyone's talking about now oh new rule i just looked up bill maher and that's the first thing that comes up
1: oh yeah new rule
0: new rules club random that is. Club I was random. I was very close with Rando Club. Somehow it's worse. Club Random. That is the name of the podcast <laughs> that, that, that this sixty-six-year-old man is starting.
1: Oh, and guess what? Hmm. Um. Hold on. Club. Hold on. Bill random? Bill Maher rewrites the rules of podcasting.
0: <laughs> the, yeah, by, the way sure. he did in
1: television in this series of one-on-one. Okay, so here's how, by the way, if you're curious, here's how Bill Maher is rewriting the rules of podcasting.
0: I'm all ears. Uh, he, Jeremy, he's listen having, up.
1: He's having one-on-one, hour-long conversations with a wide variety of unexpected guests. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. New
0: new rule. Same
1: when you break a line. rule that big,
0: you, you only need one. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, and and you'll happy to know it's uh, Adam Carolla is definitely on one of the episodes. Oh, I'm
0: I'm looking at them right now. John McEnroe, Guys. Adam Carolla, Sammy Hagar, The Hayes. Pierce yeah. Morgan,
2: Pier- Pierce Morgan. This has all the making of something that could be totally life altering. Guests, one hour guests that he yeah. talks to. Variety, a wide variety. Oh, that see, that's where Rogan went wrong. <laughs>
0: Mike Tyson is a
2: guest. New rule. (laughs) More guests. (laughs) A wider variety.
0: (laughs) I'm trying to see if there's any woman he has on this podcast that is not uh, a model. No, he doesn't. Okay. It's like Bella Thorne, Lisa Kudrow. And that's it. That's the only two women he has on. Well, Well, he's just getting
1: started. Eventually, end culture will be on. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: So, uh, knowing that we would be coming back to do uh, the end of season one, uh, (laughs) Nathan has a suggestion to watch a movie called The Day After about uh, post-apocalyptic reality in America should nuclear war happen. Because at the end of this podcast where we talk about MTV and uh, 80s Disney and uh, MC Hammer movies. We wanted a real mm. lighthearted screamer of a movie to it, have yeah. a lot of fun with <laughs> this bleak. Is this the bleakest made for TV movie ever? Um, I, I thought
1: Rhapsody <laughs> was pretty bleak. <laughs> that was pretty bleak. Uh, but yeah, this is very, there's no uh, spoiler alert. There's no happy ending. There's no way to tie this up. Um, and in fact, at the end of the movie, it tells you that what you have just seen is not as bad as it truly would be. Right. <laughs> so buckle up.
0: Yeah. Uh, so this premiered November 20th, 1983 on ABC. And this is the highest-rated television film in history. Mm-hmm. This is it, as of as of
1: 2019, I think is what the Wikipedia said.
0: Well, as of 2009. Don't worry, uh, oh, nothing will sorry. ever don't nothing will ever top it. Nothing will <laughs> ever have as many viewers as there was viewers of things in the 80s and 90s.
1: What was the share it got?
0: So this is the sixteenth most viewed thing ever, and it got a forty six share
1: and 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 explain that
0: what that means. that means that sixty two percent of everyone in America was watching this movie <laughs> <laughs> which is insanity without are you're not looking at the list of top things that were viewed were are you uh, not currently no okay. Can you guess? I'll I'll give you I'll give you a hint. Um can you guess what the top 3 things in television history were? Big hint, they were all the final or most important episode of the shows. Um
1: hmm I I did see this before I'm trying to remember. Was, was is Cheers one of them? Cheers is not one of them. Okay, Seinfeld? Is that one of them? No. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Um They're in the top uh, 50, the, the... but you said the last episode, or what? Or the most important
0: episode of these oh, okay. three shows?
1: Um, this is the top three. Mm-hmm. Um, well, different strokes. I'm just kidding. Ooh, close. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: Uh, uh, number. Do you want me to just?
0: Oh, you want to? Do you want to keep yeah, guessing?
1: Sure. Go ahead. We don't. We don't have all night.
0: All right. So number one with seventy-seven. 77- percent of america watching it uh the last episode of mash oh that's right and, which everyone
1: that. was really happy about
0: were people not happy there was, with the last there episode was of
1: no, Mash? yeah because remember they like fly off in a helicopter isn't it crash or something
0: <laughs> oh i don't know i have <laughs> yeah, I, tried I, watching mash and i have never been able to pierce getting interested in it
1: uh, when, when when DVDs were all the rage, when they first were happening, and I was like trying to collect them, I did get like the first season, I think, of MASH on DVD, and I, because tr- I thought that's respectful, <laughs> and I watched the, I watched a few of the episodes, and yeah, I, you know, I'm
2: not crazy about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, producer Jeremy, do you want to? Did, did you have guesses of this? I didn't mean to shut you out.
2: Oh, no. I, MASH would have been my first guess.
0: Okay. So Jeremy's smarter than everybody here.
2: Second. General Hospital? Is, no.
0: <laughs> Second is Dallas, the Who Shot JR episode. Damn. Three is the last episode of Roots. Roots, which I always think oh, about that's right. as a TV movie. But, of course, it was a series. Uh, and I
1: keep saying we need to watch that
0: for well, this show. I Maybe guess in you season two. Have your work cut out for you. Uh then you have two Super Bowls, and then you have the night of the winter Olympics where Nancy Kerrigan squared off against Tanya Harding. Then another Super Bowl. Then part one and part two of a showing of Gone with the Wind in nineteen seventy six. That was the eighth and ninth most watched thing ever. Two more Super Bowls, a Bob Hope Christmas special, but it's in 1970, so I'm guessing people watched it because they might see their boy in Vietnam in the crowd Uh, because nobody that crazy as a guest. I looked it up. Then four more Super Bowls, and then we have The Day After coming in at number 16. However, 16 through 11 have very, very close ratings, so this was really up there.
1: Oh, so let, let me just clarify something. I, I don't know what I'm talking about with the last episode of MASH. Uh, everyone just gets into a helicopter and then everyone says bye to each other.
2: <laughs> it, sounds like, it, sounds, it sounds like no one crashed. Yeah, like, I don't remember there being a crash. I was like looking <laughs> it up frantically. I was like, how could I forget that? I thought there was something like...
0: I remember uh, people so, being upset about the last episode of Seinfeld because they said, well, that wasn't a very good episode. Right. No,
1: it's definitely not. Um, I just, I don't remember what it is, what that came from. Maybe, maybe, maybe not.
0: Anyways, moving on. Moving on. Uh, this is a huge, riveting, huge deal. <laughs> this is a huge deal. I was trying to figure out how it got to be such a huge deal, but I guess, uh, you know, we were dealing with, a, a possible real-life nuclear war standoff between us and Russia. And uh, this movie, the people who made it set out to make a movie that would be realistic about what it might be like in America if we did have a nuclear war, how people would survive, how it would affect us uh, if we would survive. um And uh, it was being treated with such seriousness and they were trying to go through the government and they were going through NASA. And so this wound up, this TV movie wound up as a cover story on Time Magazine and Life Magazine and People Magazine and all these, this was a big event television and uh, they were encouraging families to watch together and there was a big debate with Carl Sagan and I want to say... William Buckley. F. Buckley, yeah. Afterwards, yeah. going back, of course, Buckley was like all for it, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> just um, whatever
1: the whatever you think uh, the right choice is, you, you just assume he has the opposite, right? Uh,
0: so people tuned in, and I I'm watching this. I w- if you had just shown this to me, I would have never suspected that this would have gotten big ratings i
1: yeah i I guess just on its own it's just another freaking long slog like but with all of the history behind it like 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 what you said like the fact that they had uh Discussion groups, like people were forming discussion groups around this thing. Ronald yeah. Reagan watched the dang thing, and there's rumors that he changed his mind on policy because of it. There's so much around this thing that it it adds a different layer of it to to it while you're watching it.
0: You know, you say it's a slog, and we'll we'll get into it. It is. Well,
1: I, I, yeah, I always we always say everything's too long. I, I, I guess that's what I mean by slog. I enjoyed it overall Hmm. i i do think they could have edited more um but anyways and they did they did edit actually boy they sure (laughs) did yeah (laughs) yeah do you want to get into that (laughs) yeah go for it i mean do you know more about it oh i just read what the wikipedia says about it so everyone go on out there and look up i'm just kidding
0: (laughs) well Uh originally this was going to be a Two-night event, which I, I think would have been yes. too much. Too, oh way gosh. too much to ask of people. Uh it was yeah. supposed to be a four-hour long movie. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> then it got cut down uh to, to a three-hour three right? movie. Yeah. And then finally <laughs> they said that's insane. Just make it two hours. And we will limit the commercials yeah. during the most uh violent parts. They said it's because of to be tasteful, but let's be honest. They didn't want to. The Tide company didn't want to play an ad for a uh, uh, laundry detergent after watching a baby go up in flames. <laughs>
1: so yeah, apparently there is a 172 minute work print that has surfaced. Um, but the one that we watched was about two hours and six minutes or something.
0: I think we are watching the home release version, which was a Laserdisc that came out. Um, So I think it has extra violence and it has a little (laughs) subplot about a diaphragm, which I guess got cut for being too (laughs) scandalous. This is a hornier movie than you think it would be, by the way. Uh, (laughs) You said it's where we watched it. We watched it essentially on a torrent site because this is not streaming anywhere that you can mm. watch the big explosion scene on youtube but that's pretty much it and it, it's owned by it's abc so it's owned by disney now how is it up on disney, disney plus, plus between baby. mulan and uh the mary poppins <laughs> returns fuzz bucket. yeah and fuzz bucket.
1: <laughs> this should be like in the retro category <laughs> <laughs> there there yeah. is a it, the last release of it was in 2018 on a two-disc Blu-ray special edition. Yeah. And it includes both a 127-minute cut and a 122-minute cut, <laughs> <laughs> which was vital. It's vital to see that extra five minutes.
0: <laughs> well, that would have, I'm sure, answered all the questions I had. Yeah. Uh, this is directed by, I, I will say this is one of the best directed TV movies we've seen. Like, you do get moved from thing to thing with competence, and even though there are parts that uh, go a little bit long, it doesn't go long the way that uh, the hippie werewolf movie goes long, where you're just Ugh. watching people walk around for no reason. You're watching them walk uh, around for some reason. And at least you have no, a variety uh, of camera angles. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, everything in this, like I understand why it is the length it is. And I understand like because every, every scene where someone's doing something, it contributes at least some piece of information yeah. about that character or about what's happening or coming. And what's really... Sh- Striking, I thought about the whole thing is that they really give you, (laughs) obviously, where I'm framing all of this in today's world of like, they really give you the sense of what it's like to be people living in a country where something really bad is about to happen to it, and we're all just living our lives. (laughs) Some people are paying attention. Some people are kind of paying attention. Some people are not listening. And um, I felt like a lot of parallels between today and and um, this movie.
0: Right. And and essentially, nobody reacts super well to it. And at the very least, nobody knows what to do when it happens. Yeah. Which felt Did very Did you realistic. watch this? Yes, I agree. I agree.
1: Yeah, I felt like all of the um, reactions were very... Uh, true to what you would assume, what people would do. Yeah. Uh, did do you remember this when you were? I mean, I, I guess I would have. I would have been six. Well, I so would be probably three. So absolutely not. <laughs> no. no. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't have uh, really. Probably would have been asleep. I, uh, Let me call my dad. Let's get my dad on the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just want to say the guy uh, who directed this directed a movie called Time After Time and he also directed the two original Star Trek movies that everybody likes which is 2 and 4. Yes. Uh so he's no slouch in the directing right. uh, department and the guy he did not write it I think he co-wrote it. Um and apparently after researching this movie both of them got extremely depressed and had to take a long <laughs> yeah. break from showbiz. Yeah the one dude the one dude
1: was like coming home sick every day.
0: Yeah, I bet. <sighs> uh, I See, now this has... This movie would have... Uh, let, I guess let's, let's set up a little bit. We take time... I, my only complaint is that a little bit too much time for my liking seeing the characters living their everyday lives. That's a solid half hour. Is seeing people do chores on the farm, seeing Jason Robards, who plays the doctor, kind of does talk to his daughter and be horny for his wife... And then you see the farmer's (laughs) daughter be horny for her boyfriend. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and then, and
1: and then also like a woman who's horny for her husband, but also there's like a quick scene where she kind of is like waving to this army general, like she's having an affair with him. (laughs) (laughs) That was an odd scene.
0: Yeah, it was really weird. I was like, what are they setting up here? (laughs) Um, um uh, who else is in this? So it's it's Jason Robards from like all the Presidents men and Magnolia. John Lithgow, not in a huge <laughs> role playing a scientist no. who kind of knows what's going on. A really young baby faced Wayne Knight playing yes. one of the students. I,
1: okay, that's who that was. Well, I was yes. trying to I saw his name in the credits and I thought, wait a second. And so he was the yeah. the, the chunky sci- like the kid in the science class with him? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh old Gutenberg Go- back again on the show. <sighs>
0: uh, yeah. Uh charisma void Steve Gutenberg <laughs> back <laughs> taking all of the energy and verve from Single Santa seeks Mrs. Claus uh and in, into this role. Boy, Steve Gut- I'm sorry. That guy just stinks on ice. He <laughs> he cannot act. I don't get it. Why do, do people you, have okay. such goop fever? Do you
1: do do you remember anything about the him in the Police Academy movies?
0: Uh, no. Right, I only can remember the other characters. And as far as I'm not, I'm full disclosure. I've seen maybe five minutes of a Police Academy movie. However, oh well, you have a lot of minutes left. <laughs> I have a mission to Moscow to attend. <laughs> uh, that. Is fine if you have the center of your wacky comedy be a little drier. Oh, like a straight man. Yeah, because yeah, you need sound effects, ma'am, and Bobcat Goldthwait to be honking off around you. You don't need them to be like a wet sock somebody put on a broom handle <laughs> and wave it around. It's the end of the world, and this guy is just kind of dully looking at everything.
1: He's kind of acting like the end of the world has already happened before it happens in this thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's no
1: difference yeah, in he how he's acting. a thousand acting. yard stare. <laughs> <laughs> there's no difference in how he's acting before or after the bomb.
0: <laughs> yeah. He, he is, his, his actor's secret is he has seen all of his loved ones die in front of him <laughs> before <laughs> every movie. <laughs> uh, and it, it's, the movie is well set up in the fact that like you hear, you know, it's 83. So you're hearing, Radio reports, mostly, and then some TV Mm -hmm. reports saying that there's the threat of war, which doesn't really affect most people's lives. We see some people who are in the army, and it's affecting their lives, but other people, there's a woman who's getting married. uh, The doctor is just kind of, like, making his rounds. There's a woman who's pregnant.
1: There's a doctor who's horny for college
0: students. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The second (laughs) worst actor in the movie. (laughs) that that doctor, uh, I guess they figured they had to put some horny in this to <laughs> give people some juice.
1: Teenagers, uh, oh yeah, <laughs>
0: that'll hook the teens. And then uh, they happen to all also live near a lot of nuclear missile <laughs> positions, so um, the the bomb goes off in their neighborhood. There is a giant pulse of what is it? Electromagnetic? EMP, EMP, EMP. There's also before we should say there before the
1: bomb drops, uh, America shoots off all of its missiles. And there's no this is part of the, one of the bits of controversy uh, that like William F. Buckley and Ben Stein got all mad about <laughs> is uh, there's no indication of who shot their missiles first.
0: Yeah, the New York Post wrote an article calling everybody a traitor who took part in this movie (laughs) because they depicted America possibly shooting the missiles first. Possibly. It's actually, it's never clear. They make a point in this movie where Wayne Knight's saying, like, I want to know facts about who shot first. And then somebody else says, you think they're going to tell you? Like, you trust the government to tell you that? Which is a hell of a thing to put in your movie, honestly that it's going to be on the ABC network in 83 in the land of Reagan.
1: I think they said, uh, like what, like the the government in order to like, they were trying to work with the government. I think the government said that you have to indicate that Russia shot first. Yes. And they were at some point or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which they must've reached a compromise because they're definitely using, um, Official army insignias and like yeah. different things, which you have to have oh. the army's permission to do.
1: Like a lot of this movie is shot, it feels like a documentary or something. Mm-hmm. Like there's lots of like people just like doing army things and working in <laughs> you know like army holes. That's, that ground.
0: is how my extent of my knowledge as well. Oh, they're doing army things. Yeah, hut, in hut, army hut, hut, holes. Hut, yeah. <laughs> Get in this hole. We need two keys to open this lock.
1: Yeah. That that was like, oh, yeah. Like, everything was like a, like 30 steps before you even get to the point where you're thinking about shooting off the missiles.
0: Yes. That is crazy to think that they, they put those giant double phone book size binders about everything you have to do before you can launch a missile. Yeah.
1: And... and one thing we should also say is they they did air this on russian tv
0: mm mm-hmm. mhm um, like and later. they
1: they made a demand that the russian translation conform to the original script and that the broadcast would not be interrupted by commentary <laughs> which Sounds so like that sounds total such so much like a Russian thing to like <laughs> pause the movie and be like says something in Russian like you know like, just so you know <laughs> America shot first.
0: <laughs> uh that's about the first half hour. Then it ramps up where you're seeing more alerts. Uh about the hour mark, then we have the big explosion scene. Um. I guess it was cut down, but you're still seeing... The only thing that's goofy about this movie are the scenes where people are turning to skeletons.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a flash. It's like a flash, and you see like their bones, like an X-ray kind of thing.
0: I realize that that is something that happens, but there is also one part where it shows a bride and groom kissing on their wedding day, and they all turn to <laughs> skeletons, and everyone in the pew is a skeleton. And it just looks a little too like Mars Attacks for this <laughs> movie. Um, then a there's handful- a couple of like, uh, like blackened uh,
1: corpses. Yes, in this too. Yeah, uh,
0: which you see a lot of that. The, I remember the only time I ever remember everyone in one of my high school classes getting serious was whenever we watched a movie in history class showing the after effects of Hiroshima. Oh, uh, and that is something I only need to see once. (laughs) I remember it all very, very well. Uh, but that's also the only time I can remember people like crying in class because you're seeing, it's the same thing. You're seeing blackened corpses just kind of frozen in time, but then you're seeing the aftermath of like skin falling off of people's body and, Baby's covered in boils. And uh, that's what I'm describing is pretty much the rest of the movie where it's yeah 28 days after, except there's no cool action scenes. It's just people slowly rotting and um, trying to get into a hospital and everyone is dying <laughs> for another <laughs> and, hour.
1: <laughs> so, uh, So what did you watch in your school? What did we watch? Yeah, what was it that you watched?
0: It was called was it Hiroshima's like a documentary Yeah, it was called Hiroshima's uh, greatest bloopers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> greatest boners.
0: <laughs> I don't remember the name of the documentary, but it was footage that people went in and I mean, I'm guessing it was people from the army who were sent to document with the after effects of nuclear explosions would be
1: and people in your classroom were
0: crying about it? Well, we were watching humans um, yeah. who were rotting off of their bones and dying. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: I remember crying in second grade in class over something similarly tra- traumatic. Um, all my teachers thought my name was Charles, which is my dad's name. And it made me cry because my name is Nathan yeah and I knew in that moment what that girl who's walking out of the f- you know and her clothes have been burned off like
0: <laughs> yeah, right right from I age, knew what she felt Orange, in that yes. moment uh-huh yeah uh-huh mm-hmm. uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of banter I'll miss, so <laughs> have you seen that
1: cartoon, the anime? About Hiroshima, um, not Akira. I'm looking at no. That well, I guess you could say all anime all, is yes. kind of <laughs>
0: all of Japanese culture is sort of based on uh, post-nuclear war. Yeah,
1: it's called Barefoot uh, Gen, mm. and um, it's uh, it is based on I think the the um, person who wrote it I thought it was kind of yeah it was I thought it was kind of based around maybe something he had um, experienced but um, but it it is it's it's basically just about someone who survives the bomb Hmm. and um, there's lots of scenes animated like that where people are just melting away and Yes, right. uh, and then it's After Effects, people losing their hair and stuff like that, and 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 kind of like the the cutthroat world where everyone's out for their own. Something that um, the yeah.
0: director said that they didn't want to do is they didn't want this to be a disaster picture. You know, not the Poseidon yeah. Adventure or you know, what would it be now, like Volcano or <laughs> Independence Day or something. And they succeeded. It's not thrilling. It's just it is a uh, bummer of a movie that makes you think, even now, about what would happen. Essentially, what I was thinking whenever I was watching this would be, oh, we would really be screwed now if all the electricity goes out. Because the people who survive in this are like farmers who are going to their storm cellar and they have all their canned goods and their milk pails full of water is like, no, if we all lose our phones and our TVs and our cars, we're all going to uh, die in in this. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Cause and and all like farming is like, you know, it's all done by robots now. So that's all like already we've like electrified everything you could do that would, you know, It Like, the only people who would be able to survive would be, like, hipsters in Brooklyn with their rooftop gardens.
0: (laughs) All they can eat are designer pickles that have, uh, (laughs) like, gin in them, but but they will survive. Yeah, because
1: gin would be the only thing to survive um, a nuclear holocaust.
0: That is something that they don't really show, is it? Is that, like, alcohol would probably be okay, and people would... Just start grabbing it and getting drunk all day.
1: Is that is that true? It would be okay, wouldn't it?
0: I don't know. Uh, uh, You know what? I'm being ridiculous. It's radiation. No, it's not going to be okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it would just make it like way more like get you (laughs) way more high, man. However,
0: (laughs) if you were dying, like what would be stopping you from just drinking more radiation fluid?
1: Uh, If if this happened, I would be so bummed that I did not die in the bomb.
0: Oh, if you had to go the long way? Yes. If you're going to slowly, yes, turn into sort of a zombie. Like my my mom died right before COVID happened. Okay.
1: And if she would have gone through COVID, it would have been a nightmare because she uh, had right. to like... Uh, be like protected from stuff anyways because she had like transplants and everything. Like mm-hmm. it just would have been like, like it would have been fine. She would have been at the house, like watching TV and playing candy crush. But sure. I just, I just mean like for just, just that little bit of a thing was just like, Oh man, we're all glad she died
0: then. Like
1: the, la- and the last time <laughs> she like
0: have a lot of visitors or something like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, now I'm like, like just even that little bit of convenience, it, it, like inconvenience, I'm like, Oh, thank God she's dead. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> go go to the IMDB of this movie. I'm just saying it because I, I just pulled it up. Go to the IMDb of By the way, when you try to search for the day after, all that comes up is the day after tomorrow.
1: <laughs> oh, what what is that movie? Is that a Tom Cruise movie? No.
0: Yeah. Uh I think it was the guy who did Independence Day that German director.
1: Uh, uh, for me, it, it it always comes up as the day after because I've been doing so much searching for it. Because mm, you're working it so is, hard. I, I get
0: it. Go, Dennis down-
1: Quaid. I was really close. Dennis Quaid, Tom Cruise. Very close. <laughs> in-
0: uh, but if you, if you go down the actors list to the day after, the poor yeah. 18-year-old actress who plays Laurie... Her headshot for IMDb I is her why. looking like a a Boglins puppet. She looks like a Ch- uh, Chucky doll.
1: After <laughs> like he's cursed, thrown in the furnace.
2: Like a, yeah, a possessed
1: Chucky doll. So
0: the actress who's played Laurie, it's it's a a shot of her not as a young girl, which she is in this movie. It's a <laughs> photo of her with all of her dying makeup on. So she looks like a ghoul.
1: <laughs> oh, she was in that movie broke down palace.
0: Oh, Claire Danes, Claire joint. Danes. Yeah. And actress. did 38 other things and they can only find that uh, photo of her. <laughs> um. So everyone's dying, Jason Robards is dying, everybody maybe it dying, was next, everybody
1: dead. Maybe it was an ex-boyfriend who updated this, <laughs> this entry.
0: Uh, People kind of get into uh, 28 Days Later mode. People kind of essentially start turning into zombies, just like wildly staring into nothing. In a way that I didn't quite buy that people would get this completely feral acting maybe they would i don't know or is it supposed um, to be that their think, brains are going too?
1: well that's the question like how much is your brain activity affected so like people like i think it was just like the desperation i think it was supposed to like that's what i took from their like that one guy who the uh the black soldier like cares for he's like flopping around and he just he's like a, a manic puppy you know. Well like,
0: that could be disease. I'm talking about like all the weird zombie hillbilly people that wind up shooting the farmer. They're all just huddled around a fire staring mute and like gnawing <laughs> at bones. Like the
1: little girl. Like he he, he gets he blasts the father blasts the other guy with a shotgun and the girl his daughter's just staring like no yeah. reaction. No like oh That's how we live now?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And it ends with Jason Robards falling apart. He goes back to his house, which is now rubble. And uh, there's a family kind of squatting in the ruin that was his house. And at first he says, get out of my house. And then the man who is in the house goes up to him and embraces him. And they both start just kind of falling apart and crying in each other's arms. And that's the end of the movie. The last uh,
1: thing you hear in the movie is John Lithgow radioing for help and no one responding.
0: Is there anyone out there? Is <laughs> that on, an okay, on. Lithgow?
1: I want to hear some more. I want to hear some more, Lithgow. I don't want to hear just that line.
0: Uh, Harry! <laughs>
1: He has such a specific kind of lisp or something, like in his it's mouth. It's very
0: hard. Yeah, I'd, I'd really have to practice at it. I feel like that would be a Bill Hader go-to. Does he do a lift gal? I think that feel like that would be a thing he could do. I, is I think Bill Hader
1: does uh, everyone right.
0: <laughs> he he does you. I know that. Yeah, he's done he's done you to me in private. <laughs>
1: well, that's nice. That's good to hear. <laughs>
0: We went to high school with Bill Hader all of us. <laughs> oh yeah, did I forget to say that? <laughs> this uh movie, here's my this movie is forgotten, right? I had really yeah. I, I oh. had not heard of it until you mentioned it and I looked it up and I went, "Oh my god, this is the top-rated TV movie." Um I think this came out in 83. If this had come out in eighty six or eighty seven, everyone would make reference to this movie who's around our age. Because mm-hmm. oh, everyone yeah. would be if I watched that uh world exploding sequence when I was six or seven, I would have been extremely upset and it really would have made a little pee pants out of me at night. <laughs> It,
1: it it would have seared into my mind the way those bodies were seared into the
0: yes. to the dust because it's children watching their parents die you watching pets die like it you know oh my uh, god bodies go up in flames so it's like it just missed the window of people who obsessively talk about their pop culture youth mm-hmm. so if it had been our generation a little older. I think this would still be lumen large but it's not. Yeah. So it's just kind of forgotten and it's not a movie that has any entertainment rewatch value. Mm, no. No, I,
1: I I don't have any um plans to rewatch.
0: <laughs> so I can see why it's faded away and it's almost like uh, gone. At this point, which is kind of remarkable. It's weird to think. It,
1: yeah, that is really strange. Like, to know that this was one of the top things of all time. And there's not even like a, uh, I mean, maybe they talked about it on like I Love the 80s or something, do you think?
0: No, I don't think they did. They're too busy holding up Rubik's Cubes and saying, remember? <laughs>
1: That is true. Rubik's Cube's got a lot of time on that 1983 episode. No, it's not, because episode.
0: what people talk about when it's I Love the 80s, it's just like stranger things. It's whatever kids liked. It wasn't yeah. an adult thing. They're like, ordinary people, man. I saw it 18 times. <laughs> the, the the explosion wouldn't have scared me,
1: except um, I think about just the thought of it happening may have... Um, kind of scared me just russians and all that kind of stuff that we all talked about back then but the the people the 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 sores the open sores and boils on people really that good
0: makeup freaked, in this movie
1: yes that freaked me out now yeah and i was that would have been forever in my mind yes
0: yeah the the soldier in his hair is kind of just peeling off of his head.
1: And I just know for a fact that I would have joined one of these discussion groups and and watched the debates with William Buckley at age seven. Uh, You know, because I was a real big buckhead. (laughs) Well, you had that Buck the System shirt. I did. I had the Buck the System. It was a... um, it was a buck the system, but it was like a, it didn't mean to buck it. It meant to like, it was like saying the F word, but it was like, because you wanted to be part of the system.
0: Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we, I got there. do. Yeah. You know what? The walk was as long as the soldier walking to that deserted hospital. But in the end, it was worth it to cough up some blood. What did so, you
1: think about the uh, the young boy in the family um, and his how he played the clarinet? Uh,
0: I can't say that I retained it very well, but as I remember, <laughs> it's just him like long sustained toots on the clarinet. Like,
1: he is mouthing that thing so hard; he is going deep with that thing. <laughs> Oh, also, do you remember, there's, okay, so when he's talking with, when the Jason Robarts, the doctor, is talking with his daughter, his daughter's moving to Boston, and his daughter's an older, and it seems like she's like a art, she's like really into art or something, so they're at this museum. They are standing in front of this amazing painting, which I am calling the Shushing Dandy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Which... Which is so amazing? It's this like a uh, Victorian era looking guy shushing really emotively or whatever. <laughs> uh, and I looked it up, and it's this guy named Joseph de Ducreux or something. I don't know how you say it, um, de Crew, who was like a commissioned painter for like Mer- Marie Antoinette and Wow, uh, and then and then when that went all to crap, <laughs> he had to kind of re um imagine himself so he would do all these selfies of himself doing really emotive stuff like that like shushing and like like flipping like if you look up his pictures they all look like that and it's him just doing really funny faces like that wow and i love it i loved it the shushing nandy <laughs> it's called uh i think it's just called like discreet lay discreet <laughs> <laughs> or something like that <laughs>
0: Uh, well, if we're talking about just the ephemera we liked in the movie, there is one of the science students has a white baseball hat, and it is obviously handmade, but it just has the word Smurf written across it in blue.
1: <laughs> Wait, it, this wasn't um, the guy from 30 Rock, was it?
0: <laughs> yeah, it was Judah <laughs> Freelander. <laughs> yeah, Freelander. <laughs> <laughs>
1: One of his earlier
0: iterations. <laughs> this uh, was nominated for 12 Emmys and only won two. It won Lame. sound editing. And I actually think the sound in this is kind of bad. All the <laughs> off-camera... Have you, do you, did you pick up that, like... I had to listen to this on headphones, and whenever somebody did off-camera dialogue recording, it sounded like they had them just yell it into a tin can... <laughs> While running by the the sound gets so weird and different, and it won special effects. Special effects. No, How did it wh- not did win makeup? I know. A movie called um, Why Me won instead, which is about facial disfigurement. I guess that's I guess it was showier. But that looks like a movie yeah. you have to do uh on season two. Oh yeah. Um what, what about um,
1: so the footage of the explosions? There was footage in there, just like real footage too, right?
0: Oh yeah, you had the. It's like hard the watching it now because I've seen it's free stock footage now, so I've seen this footage a million times of like the cabin <laughs> kind of blowing over and the trees yeah, whooshing, and it, it now it looks really cheap to put it in there. If
1: you watched MTV during the uh, the uh, like industrial music video era, you probably saw all this footage 20 times.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did you ever watch Muppet Babies? Did you ever have one of those oh, sure. CD-ROM movie creators with stock footage on it? You've definitely <laughs> seen uh, footage of nuclear tests. What do we think? Do we recommend this? It's You have to search it out. You really got to search for it.
1: Uh I would say yeah, because of its cultural significance. Yeah. I, again, I think, I think it did. It didn't have to be two hours. Could have been an hour and a half, and that would have been uh, exciting. But I don't know. May, maybe. What do you think? I don't think anything was wasted. I just. I don't know. I just. I. I just. Everything is so long on these TV shows. I can't imagine if this were a two-night show. <sighs>
0: I think, well, here's what would definitely be done now is the first half hour where you're meeting the characters, that would now be 15 minutes. You would get the basic strokes. This person's related to this person. This guy's young. He's kind of brash. This doctor's very loved and respected. Like, it would be the way that people are introduced in Independence Day, you know, where you get one line... Like, I'm the party animal. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Let's
1: party! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that could probably have been cut down a little bit. And then at the end, it does get to a point where I'm like, I get it. It's terrible. People are certainly <laughs> dying in droves.
1: It was like they were filming like just bits of trivia that they read you know, like there's one whole scene where they're trying to, they're tr- someone comes to teach them how to redo their farms, you know, and everyone's asking, what I do I loved do what I do? Scene. There's lots of stuff like that where it's like very specific, like, here's what would happen if this happened. You but know?
0: see, I liked that scene where all the farmers are gathered together. And there was a guy whose face is melting off, telling them how they can, quote, like, save their crops. And it's so clearly hopeless. I like that more than the, the dying stuff because it shows how, even when all these people die and maybe one or two people survive, even then it's like, because people are saying, oh, you take the, the bad topsoil off. And they go like, oh. Well, okay, where do I put the bad topsoil? Uh, do I put it do I bury it so it becomes bad soil? Like in their They're t- like, "How How do I know what is bad?" Like, do I
1: Wait. Right. Like they're like, "Just go down 4 or 5 inches." They're like, "Okay."
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds scientific. I think that's that's the stuff that <laughs> There's nothing we can do about it really except get out there and vote. But you <laughs> going like <laughs> if you, if if we do have this, it's just like yeah. If that happens, that's probably going to be it. And there is the amazing Einstein quote, which I'm going to guess is actually Einstein because they say it is. But it, it's so well written, I don't know. But he says like, I don't know how World War Three will be fought, but I know how World War Four will be fought, which is with sticks and stones.
2: Yeah, and that is that's a great
0: quote. Such a Bone-chilling statement, and it's you know very, very true. So, yeah. uh, you know, get out there and vote with your your head and your heart, and we will never have a nuclear war. <laughs> and 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 if you're in a state that's
1: gerrymandering your vote all to hell, then just pick up and move, and go to a place
0: where it isn't. Grab if 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 there is a garbage tr- truck. Very specifically parked in front of an entrance so you can't see where the voting entrance is. <laughs> grab, reach down, grab each boot strap. You'll find it on the side of each shoe and hoist it way <laughs> up to heaven and then get a better job. Give, your,
1: give yourself a boot wedgie. <laughs>
0: Oh boy, we don't need a nuclear war to be in the middle of a hopeless wasteland. (laughs) We're doing just fine.
2: This podcast was worth it for the term (laughs) bootleggy. That is amazing.
0: Well, and with that, yeah, with that,
1: that is our final TV show watched for season one. Mm -hmm. But. This is not the end of the episode, is it?
0: No. However, we're reaching a time where I I think we're going to have to make this next episode a b- b- bonus episode. Air okay. horn, air horn, which means do you know what that means? We're going to get to an no. even 60 baby.
2: We're going to get to our 60th episode. Love
0: it. Just don't remove that one preview. That one thirty second preview that has been mistakenly left on our timeline, don't touch <laughs> it so we can still have sixty episodes
1: well i I don't count those those aren't numbered, they are just it, there it, so
0: oh okay, okay, yeah, Is that you're right. what I mean? yeah, that's yeah. a little extra bonus episode a little that's a right. little wink and a a cupcake, well that's right. As we say at the end of every episode, Harry, is there anyone out there?
1: (laughs) Bye. Bye.